Welcome to Here's What I Think, Episode 5 with Mike and... Linda! <laughs> I just woke up from a nap and I'm grumpy. <laughs> I slept for four hours today. <laughs> after sleeping for ten hours last night. And I had a massage. It's been a rough day for me. What about you, Linda? I have a lot of work to do after this podcast still. <laughs> Hey, but I, you don't want to hear us complain. I have to record and I have to edit the podcast after this, so That's... I've got tough things to do as well. Editing all your plosives. Plosives? She got a new pop screen, so maybe you won't hear it. Try it. Say Peter. Peter. Beta. Peter. Beta. Peter. Peter. All right, uh, well, let's hop into the first question, I think. The question is, from Jamie, I bought a house with my longtime girlfriend, but shortly after we moved in, we broke up. Financially, we're sort of stuck with the house right now, and the market is really bad. I am seeing someone else now, and my ex-girlfriend has her own other life going on. It just feels weird we have to share this house. Any advice for how to get out of this housing situation? Jamie, you're putting yourself in a tough spot, I think. That's that's a ooh, that's a tough one. What I okay, what I think I think that sucks you're in this situation first. That's really awkward and must be super awkward coming home to my every day, right? Yeah. And so what I think you should do, like what like you need to find one person, like the, either one of you can live in this house. And you have to rent that, like, off the other person. I think that's the only fair way to do this. Because you cannot do... If you can't sell the house right now, and you want to be... You're going to have other people in your life now, obviously. It's so... You can't put the other people you're dating through that, I don't think. So you think that one person has to assume ownership and just rent out the rest of the house to make the rent? Yeah. One person pays half of what the rent is, right? Mm -hmm. What you're currently mortgaging your condo or house for mm -hmm. and then the other person pays the rest makes sense you know i definitely do do not think it's good for you to be living with your ex when you are seeing someone else and she's probably seeing someone else i think that works i think that yeah you just have to figure out who wants to keep the house um and then make sure that you have a renter and a third like an outside party renter in place before anyone else leaves so that there's no concern about loss rent or loss payments. But my thing is more, I mean, this isn't advice. It's more, how did you buy a house with someone and then decide to break up with them right after you buy the house? That's just like, surely, surely you knew before buying the house that like it wasn't working so why would you buy a house with someone and then break up with them it's just so bad <laughs> yeah it probably wasn't the best <laughs> it probably wasn't the best idea on their part <laughs> like, i guess sometimes people do whatever they can to try and fix a relationship and you know sometimes you do stupid things it's like how people say that they that they have they get married actually mm -hmm. because they think that it's going to fix their problem or that they have a baby because they think that it's going to fix their problem. Or pets, like dogs oh, and yeah. cats. Oh, yeah, or pets. Favorite, That's favorite goldfish. <laughs> That's true, too. So, I mean, yeah, I guess it's a common thing that people do. I just think that although there's no, like, good time to break up with someone before you sign a mortgage with them, probably a good time. <laughs> Seems like a shitty time. <laughs> 
But I like your idea, so you need to find a renter. Is there anything else he can do? Long pause. And no. (laughs) Probably shouldn't be living with her right now. I think that's really strange that they moved in or stayed together in the same house. But maybe, actually, they could flip this and look at it like they are one of these, like, progressive ex-couples. You know how, like, when you get divorced, you can be really good friends with the ex-person? He wouldn't be writing into the show if he (laughs) he thought everything was going great. (laughs) I think he made a mistake, and now he has to fix own his mistake. Like, he should just be finding a new place to live, a little bachelor pad for him to live in, or move in with his current girlfriend that he's dating now. I know, but he can't can't screw his... So you're saying he should screw his ex-girlfriend No, he's probably both on the lease. Yeah. But she's going to have to pay for his side of the rent. If she wants to live in the house, she's going to have to pay for the full mortgage. Oh, see, we are thinking totally different things. Why? What were you thinking? You're thinking that one of them will pay the mortgage completely. Yeah. I'm thinking they need to find someone else, a roommate. They need to find a roommate to come in to pay that half of the rent. And then one of them can leave. Yeah, she can find a new roommate. But you just think he should just leave. Yeah. Are you kidding me? But his name is on the lease. Is he allowed to just leave? Yeah, but he'll have to pay half the rent. If he leaves. Yeah, but she can pay half the rent and then find a new roommate. I guess. You know, like, they should not be living together. That is so messed up. (laughs) I mean, I think the issue is that, yeah, like, I think they need the roommate because they can't pay for it It's pretty easy to find a renter. Well, I wouldn't say easy, but, like, yeah, I guess. (laughs) A lot easier than living with your ex. (laughs) If you do need a place to post about renting, I find that the Facebook marketplace is really good for finding stuff, including... um, Used video games. (laughs) uh, Furniture is mostly what I use it for. When you you have pets, you go through furniture like crazy. Yeah, so we usually buy used and cheap furniture (laughs) on the Facebook. But but we did actually find renters ourselves uh, through Facebook. However, um, that was, you know... That was a decision from both of us. <laughs> <laughs> it was messed up. Like, uh, we decided to, like, rent through an agency because we heard that was easy. Oh, my God. So we just, uh, we, d- like, paid this agency, like, I don't know, like, 500 it, bucks. Yeah. You, you get it started, and then they it's send like, someone It's like, it's a f- property management agency. Yeah, and they, like, f- fix up your house, so they, like, send some guy to, like... Apparently. Throw away all their shit that we had there. That was real sweet. <laughs> it was a terrible experience. Yeah. Remember how they never found renters for us yeah it It was was, like a month oh my god it was crazy i think no one i think anyone who goes with (laughs) maybe there's a broad statement but the people who go with property management companies must just not know how to answer their own emails because i did more work finding our renters in like a few days than they did in a month i was so mad (laughs) they like kept on telling us we had to just lower our rent prices because we're not finding anyone and linda literally went on the buy and sell and found like eight interviews in a day yeah i was like what do you mean you're not even i even asked i was like did you not post it on facebook or kijiji do you just post on your website (laughs) and they're like uh we're uh we're getting to social media it was after a month, and we paid these people like fifteen hundred, two thousand bucks. No, or it was like a thousand in total. It was really dumb. With but- interest and uh, inflation, <laughs> it would be a thousand bucks, right? Fifteen hundred right now. So it was. We would not recommend a property management company, uh, Jamie. If you are, <laughs> if you are trying to pass off the work, just just do the emails and the yeah. phone coordination. Yourself. Linda can send you her media kit and. Uh- <laughs> 
I can be your coordinator if you want. But yeah, I think it's really it's you you well, I mean, so either either get the other person to get a roommate and pay for the mortgage or I think you have an opportunity to really embrace being a progressive couple. <laughs> ex-couple well, I think that's a bad idea who, Jamie who, just get out of there who live together get out of there buddy you cannot live with your ex-girlfriend that's Uh-oh. some weird shit bro it's just very it's just so awkward like is his new girlfriend allowed to come over um like what if someone wants to do a Super Bowl party like you know like there's so many questions which area like if she's watching TV in the living room does that mean he cannot be watching TV in the living room so oh. so many questions what about shower sex Jamie well obviously that's not happening <laughs> or like it's happening at the other house I guess <laughs> all right so Jamie you got two options either just be progressive and deal with it yeah or get the hell out of Dodge <laughs> But in, like, a renting situation. All right. Next one up, I think, comes from Avery. Mm-hmm. So I believe it's Avery's a... I think Avery's a girl. I know I know a boy Avery. I know a Avery. girl Avery. I'm going to say it like a girl. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is Avery. Don't do a voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, was, I wasn't, I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> when I'm with a group of friends, we take forever to decide where to eat. How can we be more decisive so we won't waste time? Um, I mean, I think I actually, me and Mike sometimes have this problem because I always have to be the one to plan our hangouts. Linda, you can't say you're always going to plan our hangouts <laughs> when you literally plan my whole week for me while I'm gone working. She plans everything I'm going to do for every day. No. I don't. I for make, the most part. I make sure that you have downtime, and I make sure that you have time to hang out and with And you know animals. what she's doing in the downtime? Working. So it's not like we can go eat anywhere. <laughs> yes, that's your downtime. <laughs> yeah, so how am I supposed to plan a date? <laughs> well, no. It's about... Look, I'm just hearing excuses, frankly. <laughs> it's about surprising people. It's about coordinating in advance. Like, if you look at our schedule two weeks from now, I don't have... Oh, I do have a lot. She has maybe day trip to Jasper? Maybe two nights? How am I supposed to plan around that? <laughs> then you ask. Then you take the lead. So, so Avery... I'll be like, Linda, I see we're free next March. <laughs> True. This makes it sound like you have no free time of your own. I have free time of my own. Yeah. But I don't have free time with you together. <laughs> well, then you can you can find time. You can surprise. You know what would be clever? I always feel like I have to tell him how to surprise me. He's like, oh, uh, I can't do a surprise party for you. What's be- that voice you're doing? That's you. <laughs> I don't think I sound like that. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Oh, I don't think I can do that surprise party for you. How am I possibly going to surprise you when you know everything? This is how you do it. You reach out to a friend. You ask the friend to be like, hey, Linda, when do you want to have dinner? That friend reaches out to me. Oh, I'm like, I'm available these few days. You pick the day. The friend tells you. You actually plan an elaborate party on that day. I think I'm going out to dinner with my friend. I'm like, bye. Going to have dinner with my friend. I show up. You're there. Everyone else is there. That's how you throw a surprise party for me, and now I've already told you. <laughs> Sorry, I blacked out. 
<laughs> you just went from a six to a twelve, and then just ranted. We didn't answer Avery's question at all. Well, I was going to answer Avery's question by saying. <laughs> Avery, I think that you and your friends have to decide who is going to take charge. So I generally take charge of the situation. Um, Linda, you take charge? (laughs) Really? I wouldn't. I I didn't know. (laughs) So I think Avery and her friends need to be like, okay, this week, Avery gets to decide where to go. Next week, that's Amy. The week after, that's Tiffany. (laughs) This week, Mike's throwing a surprise for me. No, that's not how that works. So I think that helps. Um, And also, I find with my friends, I usually like to give them some options. So I'll give them three options, but secretly, I want to go to all three options. (laughs) That's just like when Linda's picking out uh, the food she wants to eat. She'll wait till everyone else orders, and then she'll be like, okay, I'll get this. So it's something different. So she can have multiple photos of all the food there. So you just have to be a bit more strategic, I think, in how you approach it. Um, So it's okay if you have a bunch of options to decide on, as long as you know which options that you're comfortable with. But I don't, I think taking control of the situation and designating who gets to pick is a good... Or what I like to do when I'm trying to figure out, like, what place I want to eat at. Yeah. If it has pizza, I'm all in. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> I, so are you? what's your advice for Avery is that they have to figure out which place has pizza sometimes you can just <laughs> you do know you can just you skip the dishes and just order pizza directly to your home but then they're not hanging out it shows out. the whole menu but then they're not hanging out together it's an app <laughs> yeah but they charge you a delivery fee who cares Linda you cannot put a price on pizza <laughs> that's a good quote <laughs> But yeah, a $4 delivery fee, I do put a price on pizza. Go pick it up. It's just like how you don't like parking in the city because oh, no. she, she has to mark, park 17 miles away from anywhere because she's like, oh, are you kidding me? I'm not paying for That's parking. That's $2. I'm not paying for parking. And I know that if this gets out, there's going to be people who live downtown who say that no, there's no such thing as free parking and taxpayers all pay the price of free subsidized parking. I get it. I hear you. I know that you're complaining about that, but it still doesn't make it better. Paying for parking sucks. Fuck bike lanes. Am I right? No. <laughs> Now this is gonna got very controversial very fast. Yeah, hopefully hopefully listeners are listening in seventeen minutes. <laughs> Wait, what's seventeen minutes? That's when we started this conversation about bike lanes and how much they suck. Oh, you think that maybe people have stopped listening for less Possibly. than seventeen minutes in? Possibly. Are we that bad? No, we're that good. <laughs> they can't take us take us for more than ten minutes at a time. Anyways, Avery, I think actually coming up with a uh, rotating schedule of who gets to pick uh, when, and then everyone just has to uh, agree to it. That's a good idea. Yeah. A little simple idea. I, I, simple. A little simple. <laughs> Sometimes the best ideas are simple. It's the kiss method. Keep it simple, stupid. Oh, yeah, I guess it What's is. What's that from? Uh, Simpsons? No. <laughs> um, kiss, kiss. Are you sure kiss. it's not from Simpsons? I'm not sure. Can we ask Google? Google. Hello, the Google machine. You talked about something for a second, Lynn. I'm going uh, to ask the Google I machine. I thought you were going to ask no, your phone. No, I'm not going to ask my phone. Because then you could play the audio. No, I'm not. Because it's a podcast. I'm, I'm typing, Lynn. They can hear it. Type, 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 type. Keep it single. <laughs> Keep it single. <laughs> Simple, stupid. What was that? I think Loki, our cat. Uh, U.S. Navy. <laughs> oh, the U.S. It's Navy. the KISS principle. Hmm. From the military. So, what? Avery, just do what the military does. KISS. all right let's go into the next question the last question well i guess there's two questions here i'll read one you read one how about that 
it's like it's related. It's related, yeah. Okay, you read the shorter one. <laughs> okay, this one's from Liz. I want my field of work. <laughs> Let's reread that one. <laughs> I gave you the shorter one to read. You still screwed it up. <laughs> I want to leave my field of work and get into a completely different field. But I don't know what to, I want to get into. Where do I begin? And then Amy, on a similar note, says, I struggle to find joy in my work. I feel like I'm not contributing to the greater good. I want to find fulfillment in my job, but I can't change jobs because I've recently jumped around a lot. And in the current climate, I feel like I should be grateful to even have a job. What advice uh, can you give me? Well, recently, Linda, I've read an article. They said uh, it's uh, very unlikely for a person to uh, be successful like in their career, mm -hmm. like after switching careers, after they're the age of 34. So hopefully Liz or Amy aren't uh, over 34. So they have no chance. This article actually said that? Yeah, it's something like that. How, well, do they how do they define success? Like become... Like probably, mo I imagine like it was monetary. Money? Yeah. Oh, see, and I always thought that one of the only ways, unfortunately, for you to even get a raise these days is to switch jobs. Yeah, good luck. I'm never getting a raise. <laughs> Why? I've tried. <laughs> and well, I'm never leaving my job, so I mean, hopefully you, this podcast really, really starts shoots, sending in the dollars. Shoots up. Hopefully no one, well, you do know that people from your work listen, <laughs> but they don't make the raise decisions. Mm -mm. We should send this to your boss. <laughs> Bosses, I have like four of them. I guess that's true. Bosses. Um. So, so then on that article, what are you saying? It's saying like it's. No, but what are you saying to like using that? I'm saying by the if you're thir thirty four and older, you might as well just give up and stay at your oh, current job. Oh, just stay at your current job. Yeah. So forget feeling fulfillment. For, yeah. No. Or no happiness. Point. <laughs> we work to live. This is a society where we work to live. <laughs> that's like that's. No, that song says working. Oh, that is the right song. Working for the weekend. <laughs> well, what, what was that in Norway? They said they're switching to like four hour work weeks and six hour days or something. Yeah. So that you have you have more, more free time. More free time. And they say you're way more productive. And you're more happy. But do you still get paid the same? Yeah. It's probably salary, right? It'll be based on they'll, or they'll increase your wage. Your based hourly on your wage. But then based on your performance. Because you're doing you're doing the same performance, if not more, and working oh, less time. Right. And so you're happier. So you want to work harder. That's true. So why don't Americans adopt, North Americans adopt this practice? Because we live in Alberta where it's like, let's just throw more overtime at people and they'll be like, oh yeah, we'll work harder. <laughs> when in reality. <laughs> then they'll just be unhappy, I guess. Yeah, and unhappy and sad. <laughs> um, okay, no. But rich. So we'll come back to Liz's question, but I feel like for Amy's question where she says that she doesn't find joy or doesn't feel like she's making a difference, I think that if you're full-time job doesn't do that for you there's other ways to find joy and fulfillment oh, like a little hobby do you like to knit amy <laughs> yes you can join a knitting group or you can volunteer we, talk, we talked about knitting before didn't we i don't know we stop, stop talking about knitting we don't Let's find a different group we, we don't actually we don't knit. actually knit yeah, i love to get even sew pants together i have to bring it to my grandma <laughs> It is a lost art skill that's probably very useful, and I should I should learn. Well, we have duct tape, so that's... Oh, we've never duct taped. Actually, I, have duct tape I just before. gave my jacket that has a rip to my friend's sister to sew, <laughs> so you find ways around it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so you should volunteer, so think about what interests that you have, yes. and then volunteer there, or think about what interests you have and and started as a like photography maybe and then maybe boudoir photography that's my favorite <laughs> class of photography 
you know that I don't think that I could ever do boudoir photography. Linda's Linda and her sexy faces. Because <laughs> I am not purr, cute. baby, I'm, purr. I'm not cute when I'm serious. <laughs> Why yeah. do you think I'm always laughing? Because <laughs> it looks cute. <laughs> sure, baby. Anyways, so volunteer, find a side hobby or interest, um, and stay with your job for a little while longer if you've been jumping around too much. But for Liz, who wants, to, who does want to go, well, into let's go a back on Amy field. just for one second. I like to use my key phrase that I made up: YOLO. <laughs> you, that's true. It means you only live once. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so if she only lives once, if she doesn't like her job, just get a new quit? job. Yeah. Oh, you think even if the even if the optics look bad? Optics. What's an optic? That's a business word that people use. Yeah, maybe the business should <laughs> learn a thing or two from the trades. So she's saying she's worried that she can't leave because she has changed jobs a lot. So the optics... Who cares? The optics look like she is not you know, able to hold a job. In my industry, they don't even look at your resume. <laughs> when I got hired at my job the first time, they were like, hey, so uh, I didn't even check what year are you. And like... Can, can you pass a piss test, though? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't do drugs. All right, cool. <laughs> we, well, when do, you, when do you want to start? Like, Monday? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, sure. And he's like, okay, I guess we're sending you out of town. <laughs> we Pack were... a bag, keep your head down, and shut up. <laughs> we were... That's what I was told. <laughs> we work in very different fields. So maybe you don't understand objects. <laughs> maybe she should get a job in the trades. Oh, interesting. Women building futures. That's a great point. Women building futures does train women to enter the. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the, uh, the, the mottos I made up oh, back in the day. Oh my god! Do you want to say it? What was that one? I oh. remember it exactly. Wait, no, you have to give context. So I used to work at an agency, and one of our clients was Women Building Futures. They are a wonderful organization, and I loved working with them. And we worked with them to help uh, on a campaign where they wanted to recruit, raise more awareness and recruit For more women. For women working in the oil field, right? Uh, or all the trades. trades yeah. Not just the oil field. So then our slogan, um, what was our slogan? Oh, yeah. Our slogan was, you got this. <laughs> and my slogan, It was very motivational. And my slogan was, I, I'm going to have to Google this after and make sure I can say it. <laughs> oh, like on it the, might be bad on to the say. radio? Yeah. Well, or it's on not a, on the radio. But just it's just a podcast. In general. There are no rules. I don't know if I should be saying this in general. People oh, might yell at me. What are you going to say? I feel like your things are just nicknames that aren't bad. Okay, for... I'm going to say it. Ready? <laughs> so <clears throat> th when you're thinking of women in the oil field and trades. Oh, no. <laughs> I just burped. <laughs> More snatch in the patch. <laughs> yeah, that is what he said. <laughs> I thought it was catchy and clever. He said that should be the slogan, but that should not be the slogan. And it obviously was not the slogan. <laughs> and obviously I did not present that as an idea. <laughs> but I mean, if she could have, probably would have made huge waves in the industry. <laughs> um, okay, so you've got find a volunteer gig, find a side hobby to build on, or who cares about the fact that you've jumped around? Just do it. If you're unhappy, just find another job, I suppose. <laughs> Quit. Move on. There's plenty of jobs out there. Yeah, I mean, for I... For the right person. Yeah, obviously don't quit until you have secured another job. Yeah, and then just be like, I think screw that, you, suckers. I think that addresses the climate Give issue. Give them the one-finger salute and leave. No, you always want to leave on good terms. Yeah. Because you never know... That was good terms. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then what about Liz? Where does she start Liz, to think about? So she wants to get into. Com- so I've thought about this a lot in my life. You have. I, I've gone through many like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. Unfortunately, what? I'm still a plumber. <laughs> that makes it sound like you hate your life. I don't hate. I just don't like touching poop all the time. <laughs> it's really weird that you're in plumbing and you don't like. Well, I mean, I guess I've gotten used to it. I guess no one likes to touch poop. No, like even if you're a plumber, unless you, ew, how oh, if someone's how like gross. into it, they like rub it on their crotch. That's they're why, like, oh, I love shit. That's oh, yeah. why they became a plumber. Oh, they love. Oh, that's gross. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> kind of hot though, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, okay, so that's fair. So I guess it's okay that you don't like poop. <laughs> what, what I, like, how many things have I decided that I want to do? I was like, oh, I want to, I want to become oh, a, yeah. a, a brewer. I want to become a full-time brewer. Yeah, and he really wants to open an animal sanctuary. Ooh, I still want to do that. Which is a great and noble idea, but it's like, I where? I keep on shut down. Where? You know where. No, where are you going to get the money for that? Linda. Animal sanctuaries don't have money. Kickstarter. You need capital to start something. And it's going to be an exotic animal collection, and then just normal animals. Why too. would there be, where are these exotic animals I coming? Rescued them <laughs> from back, back like backdoor trading or whatever they call so, it. So, Amy, I Black think market? that you need to think about firstly what uh, areas or industries you might be interested in, but then I think that you need to be realistic about whether or not. What about my idea that I wanted to start uh, distilling uh, gin after we went to that place in Saskatchewan where they had a gin farm? Oh. I mean, it's good to have ideas, but then you need to actually commit to them. I, I mean, the Kickstarters. For, who wants to start up some Kickstarters for Mike's Animal Sanctuary? And <laughs> slash. Slash gin distillery? Yeah. If anyone wants to start that up, I start, I'll start collecting donations, and I have the land. What would the rewards be for people? Why would they support you? They can get, What's like, an example reward? A free bottle of gin. First batch, number one. That's probably going to be worth tons of money, Linda. See, but you need to... Oh, my God, I'm a genius. You need to factor in the cost of making the gin, and then suddenly you're giving away all this free gin right off the no, bat? No, not free gin. Yeah, but that's like the $100. So what? people are buying... They're buying the gin, right? Let's say the average bottle bottle sells for like 40 to $50. Okay. For 750 mil. Okay. okay? And so... I'm making fifty dollars profit on that right now because they're investing, and then I give them the bottle once I make okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. So think, think through, think through the profits and the prices. I might have to raise the prices a bit because of the animals. <laughs> so you want to help the animals, don't you? So it's a gin distillery where proceeds go to support the animals. Yes, hmm. and me. <laughs> like I'll be rich. No. I see, and we had this conversation. I want to be rich, and I want to have animals, and I want to have a gin distillery. He wants to have an animal sanctuary. I'm like, you can't be rich and have an animal sanctuary unless you're already rich. Lots of people (laughs) who are rich have exotic animals. Because they are rich already. Justin Bieber had that monkey. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, this is not helping. Um, Who is it? Liz. Liz. Not Amy. Yeah. Hey, Liz, (laughs) you got it. Open an animal sanctuary. (laughs) Or own. Liz, okay, here. I got this. We we make enough money. I open my animal reserve yeah. and my uh, gin distillery. Yeah. And then she can be a worker on, in the fields. <laughs> oh, my God. So I think, Liz, first you should start with a list 
always this is good advice. Always <laughs> under lists. Always start by creating a list and writing down what you would like to do, what areas Loki <laughs> Loki our cat just will not leave us alone when we record. <laughs> So a list of where what you would like to do, like ideal jobs, ideal industries. Then you cross-reference with a list of your skills. <laughs> Sounds like friends when he's making the Rachel list. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> pros and cons. Include your pros and cons. And then, um, you know, I think volunteering first is a good idea, to, if you can, to get a, an idea of whether or not you'd like that industry. Yeah, there's that cat, fest, cat festival in May. <laughs> yeah, Always can, looking for volunteers. Always looking for volunteers. You can ask to job shadow. Oh, and something um, that some people have done with me is that they reach out and say, um, can I buy you coffee or lunch? Which I appreciate if you're buying me coffee or lunch. Um, but just so you know, Linda does not like coffee, so she prefers lunch. Preferably on the 50 <laughs> the $20 end of it. No. Um, but I think you can offer to meet with people who are in certain industries that you might be interested in, and then you can ask them about their job. Uh, Linda, we had a giveaway, I believe. You're just, that's just how you're going to end it? Yeah. I stopped listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope that that was pretty good advice, everyone. I thought it was. Yeah. I think my advice was better, but you know, that's how it is. Give and take. Liz is just going to start whatever crazy idea that she has with no anyone money and no research. Anyone can get famous on the internet nowadays. <laughs> like there was that one guy who started the animal research thing and he just started with a donkey. I don't even think he knew how to start a farm. I actually do remember that he did get. Remember I cried when I read his story. He did get viral. <laughs> um, okay, so we last episode ran a recommendathon, which obviously. People... It went really well. We had. <laughs> Quadruple the listeners, I think. Obviously, people do not understand the concept of a recommendathon. I think the name scared people away. Yeah, it scared me away. I thought it was a bad idea, but I didn't say anything. <laughs> I actually think it's just the prize was not as appealing because it's healthy food. <laughs> you can't say that. What if the Chop Leaf wanted to sponsor us? <laughs> not anymore. So the winner of a $40 gift card to the Chopped Leaf, thank you for recommending the podcast to your friend. It is... Luke Ehrenholz on Instagram. <laughs> Luke Ehrenholz. <laughs> Ehrenholz. I know him. What? Yeah. How do you know him? I went to high school with him. You went to high school with him? That's so fun. <laughs> I guess it would make sense that our current He's listeners... He's a big fan of my memes. Oh, so the current listeners we have would be... He's people. the one who proposed that beautiful proposal. Shut yeah. up. That was him? Yeah. Oh, my God. Now I'm so happy to give him... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay we are gonna post luke's yeah, proposal both... video so you can so you can watch it that's so funny yeah mike's not like friends with him well we... that's rude <laughs> he we just went to he just went to high school with yeah him. and then he's like one day his video went viral and he's like i know that guy <laughs> well it didn't go viral i showed it to you before it went crazy did... oh no that was you're thinking the uh sonic thing he did as well what sonic where thing? he was looking for a renter oh that's <laughs> him too Cool. Okay, Luke, you're going to the chop leaf. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, thanks for listening. Please. Tune in next week for episode six. Please, We've had a blast. Please ask questions. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can friend me. I don't know. 
<laughs> Follow me on TikTok. I'm constantly making new content. No, you're not. Mike Thy King. You can follow Linda at Lindork. And then Hoitpod. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>